Do you feel like you are doing all that you know how to do, but you're still not seeing results on your healing journey? Do you feel like, you know, I'm really trying to figure out where things went wrong. I don't know what else to do. I'm thinking about it. All of these things, yet you're not feeling better. Well, sis, sometimes you have to examine the source of where that advice is coming from because the devil is tricky and he's sneaky and he will sneak into your thoughts and make you think that the way that he thinks you should heal is the way you should go because he doesn't want you to be healed. But we're going to expose him today because I know how he thinks and I'm going to tell you what he's going to have you focusing on. And if these are the things you're focusing on in this season, then you're going to change it and you will see results on that healing journey. So join me after this. Hey sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God, and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Hey sis, and welcome back for another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. I'm so excited to dig into our topic for today. Before we do, I want to make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast and that you have also left your five-star written review on Apple Podcasts because sis, those reviews really help the show and women have been finding us, right? We have lots of new listeners who have found us because of the reviews that you guys have left. So if you think it's not important, I'm telling you it is. And speaking of, I have a review that I want to read today from our sister over in Hawaii. I am assuming it's Hawaii. And her name is Emma. And her review is titled Best Friend When I Need Her Most. And her review says, thank you, Candice. These podcast episodes is like a breath of fresh air and hope. Heartbreak has led me so much closer to God. But hearing you speak and read the devotions from your book is the extra ingredients needed for the healing. Mahalo. Sis, you're welcome. I'm so happy that you are finding value from the podcast episodes. And I hope you're applying what you have learned to your life and to your journey so that you could really see progress. I'm so happy that you are encouraged. Keep listening. Share with others. I love to see it. And thank you so much for this kind and heartfelt review. I appreciate it so much. 
So like I said before, I cannot wait to get into today's topic because the devil is slick, okay? So we wanna expose some things today about little lies that he may be whispering in your ear right now that may sound like the truth to you. It may sound like, you know what? This is what I should be doing in this season. But I want us to really talk about it because I have been there. These are some things that I feel like the devil was whispering in my ear and had me doing because I became obsessed with all of these different ways of trying to get healing my way. Okay. But it's not God's way. God has a way that doesn't seem right to us. Right. But we have to watch our own intentions, our own desires, and we have to be careful about what the enemy is whispering in our ears because he has only come to do three things, to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will do that by any means necessary. And this heartbreak that you're experiencing right now is a perfect opportunity for him to come in and plant seeds of doubt plant seeds of lies, of hopelessness, and all the things that are going to produce fruit that will not be beneficial to you. So let's dig into these things that he may have you focusing on in this season. Number one, he may have you focusing on getting back with your ex or getting a new man to feel better. So we have talked about this on a number of occasions, okay? On a number of podcast episodes, you have heard me say, getting Back together with your ex or getting with a new guy is not the way to get over your ex, okay? It's not going to help you. That is not healing. I know it may make you feel better temporarily, but it will not last as far as emotional healing long-term. It will not make you feel better long-term. And I know this from experience. If you've heard my story, you have heard me say that I have... I went from guy to guy, just man to man, trying to bury the pain, trying not to feel, trying to just feel better and thinking that they were going to fill the voice that I had, not knowing that God was really the only one who was capable of doing that. So, but the enemy will make you think, oh, no, 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 just go back to that relationship even though it was toxic, right? But you he's gonna make you think about all the good things that happened and make you ignore the things that were red flags or the things that were absolutely negative and toxic for you. So be careful about that when you are having these thoughts that, you know what, instead of dealing with my issues and dealing with this pain that I'm feeling, I'm just going to go back to that relationship or I'm just going to move on to the next guy because that's going to help. It's not going to help, sis. Okay, it's not going to help. So watch those types of thoughts. Number two, he will make you believe that you need your ex to give you closure. All right. I also have episodes on this as well. I absolutely wholeheartedly with every fiber of my being believed in the beginning that I could not move on unless I got closure, unless I got to talk to my ex, unless he told me why he didn't want this relationship anymore, unless he, you know, gave me an explanation of some sort of why he wasn't fighting for us. I thought that's what I needed to move on. I never got that. So I had to find a way outside of that to move on. And honestly, I didn't think I could at first. It took a lot. It took a lot for me to get to the place where I was like, you know what? I don't need that. And it was only God really dealing with me on the inside, me allowing God to deal with me on the inside 
that made me believe and know that I can do this. And now I'm here to tell you, I have the testimony because I did it myself. I'm here to tell you that you do not need that closure to move on. You're going to feel like you do. You're going to feel like I just need to have a conversation with him. But sis, let me tell you something. That conversation is not going to heal your heart. That conversation is probably not going to make you feel better. In fact, it has the possibility of making you feel worse because it's going to be very hard for your ex to meet the expectation of what you want to hear in that moment. All right, so looking to your ex for closure so that you can move on is not the answer, but the devil will make you think that it is, okay? Because he's here to do what? Still kill and destroy. He's trying to destroy your self-esteem. He's trying to kill your future. He's trying to just dismantle anything that you have left. He wants to kill you, sis. Let's be honest about it. And I know that sounds harsh, but that is what he wants. So he's going to have you thinking these things that's going to keep you down and depressed and not fulfilling the call that God has on your life. All right. So number three, he's going to have you looking to substances. All right. So what do I mean? Substances could be a myriad of things, but some main ones that we're talking about here, he may have you turn to drugs. He may have you turn to alcohol. He may even have you turning to food, all right? And I know we say, oh, comfort food. I'm just eating because it's making me feel better. But sis, if you continue on that journey of just eating, eating, eating your feelings, then again, you are not dealing with your feelings. You have to be able to deal with the feelings in order to feel better. So if you're just gonna eat to make yourself feel better and every time a feeling rises up in you, you're just gonna turn to food, one that's unhealthy, physically, mentally, and emotionally, okay? So just don't do it. The enemy's gonna say, oh yeah, he's gonna uh, push you towards that tub of ice cream, those cheeseburgers, those fries. He's gonna push you towards the cookies and the cakes and the candy and all the things that are absolutely no good for you because he wants you to have those things. He wants you not to crawl up out of that hole of depression, of heartbreak, okay? He doesn't want you to heal and survive this. So he's going to push all types of substances in front of you and making you think that it is okay to do these things to feel better because it's just, it's just going to make you feel better right now, but it becomes an addiction. You know, you know, I've never done drugs, but you know, drugs, people continue to do them because they become addicted to them. The alcohol, you know what? I just need this to take the edge off. You taking the edge off at first, but then you like killing the whole bottle in one sitting the next step, you know, and then it's two bottles and then it's harder stuff. And then it's just like, you know, you have to be careful because all of these things are a slippery slope. I know I did it with food for sure. I was eating my feelings. <laughs> I was it because I'm already like prone to junk food. So when I became depressed and heartbroken, I was eating my feelings for sure. And it's like, you know what? You got to come up out of that. So be careful if you are taking in substances of any kind just to feel better. And then number four, he will make you feel like you should just give up on love altogether. He's like, you know what? You know what? You're never going to find anyone again. Don't even worry about it. Don't look for love anymore. Don't seek out a relationship anymore. Just stay by yourself. 
isolate yourself. You don't need a relationship. You don't need a man. You don't need, you know what? And maybe you don't need, but you desire, or maybe it is God's plan for you to be married one day, but he's going to make you be on a defense. Every time you meet someone, he's going to make you have this start in your mind that, you know what? I don't need love. And so you become a hardened person with a hardened heart and no one is able to actually penetrate your heart when it's hard like that. So don't give up on love altogether. Don't be like, you know what? I'm never getting into another relationship because this one was hard or because this one didn't work out. You don't know the next one can work out. I'm not guaranteeing it, but it can. So don't feel like you have to give up altogether. Now you may want to ask God for direction in your next uh, relationship and who to choose and whether or not, you know, a person that you're conversing with is the person that you should be in a relationship with. Those are important things, but don't feel like you have to give it all up altogether, especially if that is something you know you purely desire. So don't just say, you know, having an enemy making you feel like, you know what, just don't even worry about it. That is not of God. Okay. And then number five, He's going to make you think you need to replay your thoughts in your head until you figure out where you went wrong. This is a biggie, y'all, because sometimes we don't even realize what we're doing. We're sitting there almost in a different universe and we're just going through thought by thought by thought of, you know, trying to just analyze and scrutinize everything that happened in that relationship. We replay these memories in our head, the arguments. Well, I thought things were good, but where did it go wrong? When did we go bad? Like all of these things. Now, there is a productive way to go about breaking things down to figure out, you know, if something went wrong or where you could have done better for reflection purposes. And if you want to do some type of self-improvement, all right, that is okay. But for the simple fact of just trying to rehearse things in your mind so that you can figure out where it went wrong, so maybe you can go back and fix it. Sis, I don't think that's very healthy, okay? He's gonna make you replay these thoughts and replay these thoughts over a relationship that wasn't of God in the first place or with a relationship with a guy who really doesn't wanna be in relationship with you. He'll have you doing this over a toxic relationship that was unhealthy for you in the first place. So don't get sucked into his trap of replaying all these memories from your relationship, trying to figure out like, where did I go wrong? What could I fix? How can I make it better? Because, and I talk about this in my course, Grieving the Living, when we're talking about the possible relapse, it's because, you know, you can relapse back into a relationship thinking that you're going to fix things or you bargain for love. We talk about that in the course as well, how you can bargain with the person. You're like, you know what? I'll just change this. I'll just fix that. And, you know, that's not for you to do. Again, if you want to do some self-improvement and you're like, you know what? I was really toxic in that relationship. Let me see how I can work on myself. That is one thing. But when you're just constantly replaying those thoughts in your mind because you're trying to get back with that person, that is not healthy. So watch the enemy with that type of stuff. So these are five things that the enemy is gonna help you focus on. And let me go through these five things again. Number one, get back with your ex or get a new man. Number two, that you need him to give you closure or to know why he did what he did. Number three, he will have you focusing on substances. Number four, 
uh, feeling like you were going to give up on love altogether. And number five, replaying thoughts in your head until you figure out what went wrong. Okay, these are the things. This is where the enemy wants your focus to be. So literally, you need to do the opposite of each one of these things in order to really come up again, come up out of this. I have lots of podcast episodes on healing, of course, and what to do in your healing process. But I really want you to just be aware of this part of it for now, because you know, we, we miss this sometimes it's like, yeah, we're trying to do this, this, and this, but then we have these moments where we fall into this trap without even realizing that we're falling into the trap. So the enemy sets a trap for us because he does not want us healed. He doesn't want us whole. He doesn't want him walking in purpose and living the life that God has called us to live. That same scripture that says, you know, that the, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. It also says, but Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly or have it to the full, depending on the version that you read. So you want the abundant life, sis. You want the full life that Jesus came that you may have. So the enemy is setting these traps for you. Make sure that you're not falling into them in order to live the abundant life. All right. So I love you so much, sis. I also want to tell you about my 100 Biblical Affirmations ebook. If you have not gotten that yet, make sure you get your copy, sis. Uh, you know, whenever the enemy is coming at you with lies and he's putting things in your head, you have to be able to combat him with the word of God. And so my ebook is 100 Biblical Affirmations to Declare After a Breakup. They are biblical affirmations, which means they are based on God's word. And you can use those in order to help you combat these thoughts when the enemy comes in. All right. So make sure you get your copy. All you need is your name and email address. And I I will deliver it to your inbox. The link is in the show notes. Don't miss out. I love you so much, sis. Make sure you come over to the Facebook group and join us for some great conversations over there. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.